What's up, guys? This is Jake. And I'm Taylor. Welcome to Sports Realize. The title of our talk today is A Gift for His Purpose. Uh, and before we get into what that means, uh, we're going to share a little bit about ourselves. So uh, some of you guys know us and some of you guys don't. And so we just uh, wanted to talk a little bit about ourselves and um, let you guys uh, learn more about us uh, before we really jump into uh, what we want to talk about. Uh, so we're Taylor and I are brothers. Um, I am about 18 months older than he is. And I am currently in my first pro season out in Omaha playing for a USL League One team called Union Omaha. Yeah, and I'm, I'm Taylor. I'm a junior, and I go to Xavier uh, University, which is in Cincinnati, Ohio. And um, I, I redshirted my freshman year, so I still technically have two years of eligibility left um, before uh, I, I go and try and play pro, just like Jake. By the way, what, like, what's, what are you going to be a senior next year, right? Yeah. I am. So, like, what, are you, what is your thought right now? Are you going to do two more years of soccer, or where are you at with that? Good question. Uh, right now, the plan is two more years of soccer. Um, I am graduating in the fall, so that's exciting. Uh, and I'm still figuring out what I want to do for that fifth year in terms of academics. <clears throat> the goal isn't to, to just play soccer. I also want it to mean something academically, but uh, definitely – I, I've enjoyed college. I've enjoyed every year of playing soccer, um, and I want to keep keep doing that as long as I'm eligible. <laughs> Sweet, yeah. So it sounds like um, Taylor and I were born here in America, but actually uh, we grew up in Austria. Um, so over in Europe, uh, we uh, both of our parents were missionaries over there. They worked for an organization called TCM International. Um, and we got to spend, well, for me, it was the first 12 years of my life. For Taylor, it was about 11 years, I think. Um, there, growing up, going to a German school, uh, learning two languages, um, and just uh, experiencing uh, what it's like to grow up in another country. Um, and so both of us started pretty young. I forget what age you started. I think I started playing soccer at five. It must have been around that time. Yeah. Yeah. It was something like that. Um, so we both started playing soccer super early on. So it was like soccer was a very critical part of both of our lives. And um, really early on, we started learning a lot through that sport. The cool thing is that uh, both of our parents were missionaries, like I said. And so early on, we also had uh, this combination of sports, but also a combination of faith. Um, both of our parents were very strong in their faith. Uh, clearly, they trusted God with um, moving their whole uh, life to another country and, and spending 18 years of their life there uh, serving the Lord. Um, and so we got to experience what it was like to be raised by parents who loved the Lord uh, and supported us in what we did, which I thought was super cool um, and just like super encouraging uh, in everything that we did. Uh, so yeah, we, we started playing soccer super young and um, and really enjoyed it. And we there were sometimes we got to play together. I don't I don't think Taylor really remembers that too much in Austria, um, but I got to. We have an older brother actually. Um, his name's Mark. He's currently in Seattle, but uh, with his wife Chloe. Um, I remember playing with both Mark and Taylor. So I got to play up sometimes with Mark and down with Taylor sometimes, and it was sweet. I don't know if you remember much of those the, experiences, but it's the blessings of a middle child, right? Yeah, and seriously. Kind of be in both boats. 
Uh, I don't remember it very uh, closely, but I do remember playing together in America. Um, but something I, I do always tell my friends um, ever since I've come to America is uh, we, we grew up playing soccer and it was such a big part of the culture in Austria, uh, soccer was. And I always tell them, if, had I grown up in America, I probably wouldn't have played soccer. I probably would have never played the sport, except maybe elementary school, um, maybe tennis or volleyball, like our parents. Um, but yes, soccer was definitely something that, because we were raised in Austria, definitely was uh, a big part of, of our life growing up, um, since it was the main sport that everyone played. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, no, I'm right, I'm right there with you. I think maybe cross country would have been a good option if we grew up in America because a lot of our extended family ran cross country. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's so, like, it was just so cool growing up playing soccer in another country. And I think we learned a lot from that. Um, yeah. And I think um, one thing that soccer has done for me is, you know, relationships. It's big time. And so I've, I've met people from, probably a total of like 25 plus countries through soccer, you know, um, got to play with some, some really, um, cool guys and, and hear their stories and stuff like that and, and build relationships that will last for a long time. Um, one thing, one thing that I specifically remember Taylor is when we got to go on a mission trip to Haiti. Um, and we kind of learned how, how soccer was a language in a way. Um, yeah. And how, even though we didn't speak any of the language um, that they spoke in Haiti, we were able to communicate through the sport that we played, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. And and what's funny, too, about that trip is we were asked to run a um, kind of a recess for these kids because they were they were going to school. And so we our group and our mission um, mission trip group, we wanted to think of a good uh, some good games to bring. So obviously we included a soccer ball, but we, we were thinking, you know, they'll want to play other games too. So we brought cones and, and kind of had, had all these pl things planned out. And eventually we got there and, and what we realized very quickly was, uh, they never get tired of soccer. We, <laughs> yeah. Had we only brought a soccer ball, we still would have been fine. The, the whole trip would have been a success and, and, um, the kids would have loved it. And, and so, a majority of the days we did play soccer and, and it's exactly what you said. Most of those kids didn't speak English, but they, they knew that when there was a soccer ball on the field, everyone would come and play. Yeah. Seriously. I, <laughs> that was a really fun, fun trip uh, for many reasons, but it was one of the funniest things I think was watching people from our group who came with us, who had never played soccer in their life, I think. And uh, seeing some of the Haitian players who were like, who were really good. Um, and just that combination was just a fun, uh, a fun experience. Yeah. It I wanted, a lot of <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I want to ask you, uh, what, what's been, uh, some relationships or what has relationships look like in your college setting and soccer? Yeah. Good question. It, it's interesting going in, going in as a freshman, if you're, if you're an athlete, you're almost, uh, guaranteed as, as a group of friends or at least a pack uh, yeah. rather than not going in on a, on a sports team. So it was interesting. I, you know, people talked about before I went to college, you know, how do you, how do you make good friends? How do you make friends? Um, for me, a, a lot of it was, you know, I just kind of showed up to training and, and even that in itself was relationship building. 
and all of a sudden there were 30 guys who were brothers and, and people who um, I enjoyed spending time with. And uh, it, it was truly a blessing not having to um, be alone for, for yeah. you know, right off the bat in college. So it was a, it was a total joy. Um, relationships in college, man, when, when soccer's connected, there's just a lot of joy um, and smiling and laughing and, and also uh, uh, seriousness. You know, yeah. life isn't all happiness. Life isn't all joy. There's there's valleys too. And when you can kind of go through that stuff with people, um, and soccer is there to connect you, um, it really deepens the relationship more more so than just a, a surface level friendship. Yeah, so. that's right on. I think that kind of leads us into, in a way, into our title, um, mm-hmm. which Taylor mentioned at the beginning of our uh, of the podcast, uh, but. The title of this podcast is A Gift for His Purpose. And so before we really start diving in, um, we just wanted to pick that apart for you guys and touch on uh, what do we mean by gift and what do we mean by for his purpose. Um, And so by gift, um, we're going to be talking about soccer today. Um, There's The cool thing is that everyone has different gifts. We're all different. Um, I think that's very obvious in our world. Um, And so we each have unique things and attributes about us and talents uh, that we have that we can use um, for a greater purpose. Um, and so today, even though today we're going to be talking about soccer, um, I want everyone to know who's listening that um, you have something uh, to give. You have something um, to further um, the kingdom of God, which Taylor will touch on uh, now. Yeah. Um, so Jake touched on a gift and and the second part of the title is for his purpose. And I think two questions come to mind, um, whose purpose and uh, what is his purpose? Um, And pretty simply put, um, his purpose is God's purpose. Um, Jake touched on our faith, um, how important um, it was that we grew up in a Christian household where parents took us to church and taught us about the Bible and and who God was uh, in his plan for our life. we, we had that blessing. And so uh, in response to that, uh, you, can, you could say just as our parents um, wanted to use their gifts in ministry to um, serve 18 years overseas, we also want to use our gifts in soccer for that same purpose, for um, ministry. And so uh, it's important to understand what actually is God's purpose or, or um, plan. And um, if you look at, you can find the answers all over the Bible, but just one that came to mind was First Timothy two four, um, and it talks about how God wants all people to be saved and come to the mm. knowledge of truth. Um, and truth is a really big uh, topic in the Bible. What is true and what isn't true. Um, and so, through the relationships uh, that we that we've gained through soccer, as Jake and I have both mentioned, we we believe that um, if we don't use that to um, preach truth, to preach um, God's love then uh it then we believe we're not doing our job and we're not doing we're not fulfilling our purpose um and then another verse that came to mind in terms of um what it looks like kind of a day-to-day basis uh is something that came to mind was first thessalonians 5 18 um it says rejoice always pray continually give thanks in all circumstances for this is god's will for you in christ jesus um, so we see these these kind of commands on what to do, um, but ultimately, um, 
it's give thanks. Uh, we want to be people who are thankful. And um, what Jake and I want to do today is, is um, first and foremost, share, uh, you know, how soccer has affected our life, but also, uh, but also share how thankful we are for that gift. Uh, it's, it's allowed us to uh, do some incredible things and be a part of some incredible things that we never would have been able to do um, without it. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of the, the title of our talk. Um, I hope that made sense. And, uh, you know, the rest of the talk, we're going to be kind of digging into what that looks like um, and just sharing stories um, through it all. So kind of to start us off, um, Jake, I, I want to ask you, what are some thoughts that come to mind playing soccer as a child? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things. I think the biggest thing is like just enjoying it. Um, I, like we were blessed to enjoy it at a young age. Um, I think we can both agree that we had some crazy coaches at some point. <laughs> um, but the fact that we had parents who supported us, um, who encouraged us, who also challenged us, I think, um, and just um, gave us, like you said earlier, gave us a great example of what it meant to use our gifts um, for a greater purpose. And so, um, like you said, like our parents moved to Austria uh, for ministry um, and used the gifts that God had given them um, for his purpose. And so from a young age, that was instilled to us. Um, and so it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, there were, there were definitely challenges. Um, I know a big thing, um, was, you know, at one point we all were at different schools. Um, and so, and we all played soccer. Um, and so it was a challenge of, you know, probably this challenge is mostly for mom and dad of driving back and forth and stuff like that. But just, um, it was just, you know, th- there's challenges that you go through at a young age that allow you to grow. And I thought mom and dad get a, did a great job of encouraging us through those challenges and supporting us, which I think is so big at a young age. It doesn't, one one good thing is that it doesn't put the extra pressure on you. Um, I think that's the coach's role. Um, a lot of the time is, is to put pressure on you, to help you grow, to challenge you. Um, and I think it's, we see a lot in our, world today um is parents putting unnecessary pressure on their kids at a young age um that leads them into um maybe not enjoying it as much and and maybe getting burnt out of that sport very quickly when in reality they could continue in that sport and learn a lot from that sport as they grow up into men and so that's one thing that we were i think i would i would guess you would agree with me on this but that we were really blessed with it is to have parents who um, who allowed us to grow in our sport and grow in enjoyment of it. Um, one, one thing that comes to mind, um, and this was actually about your team in Austria. <laughs> it, yeah. I think overall I'm a pretty observant person. And so, um, I would notice things. Um, but there was your, your, your team was, uh, do you know what age you were for that? It was, it was right before we moved, I think. Um, okay. so it would have been when I was 10, Nine or ten, probably. Okay, so you nine, you ten, something like that. Yeah. Um, and the the coach of the team was the dad of two players on the team. Yeah. Which honestly is a pretty tricky tricky situation. Um, and what I noticed was the destructfulness of his response to uh, not winning a game or not seeing his uh, two sons perform well. Mm. Um, I have a clear picture of after 
after those games of seeing those two boys, your teammates getting in into the family car and driving off with heads down, very disappointed, very um, destructive body language. Um, and the dad with, you could see, even though maybe it wasn't um, shown um, or expressed, was there was anger almost. Mm-hmm. Um, there was disappointment almost. And so it was just, it was this, this, um, this situation that, that would down the road often leads to um, the lack of enjoyment in the sport. And so that just goes back to, I think from early on, you know, our parents encouraged us to play this sport with like a greater purpose. Um, They helped us realize that soccer wasn't everything. Um, I think we talk about that sometimes and, and I, we didn't, I don't think we maybe realized it at the time, but later on, like right now I can for sure realize it throughout college. A lot of times I realized it, I was challenged with it again, but I, overall I realized that soccer there are more important things than soccer and soccer is just a tool and a gift that we have that we can use for a greater purpose. Yeah. And it's interesting. It's not just an Austrian thing. Uh, Mm. Since moving to America, I I can see this happen all the time. Teammates where they love soccer, you can see it. They really do love soccer. They just don't love uh, how much pressure they, their parents put on them. Mm. Uh, I had teammates once I moved here who, um, were like you said, getting burnt out with soccer, and and I think it, you made a really good distinction. Um, you know, it's it's kind of a balance. You you want parents who uh, who don't put pressure on you, and then a coach who does. Uh, yep. If you get if you get both parents and coaches to fall in the same category, then you either uh, get burnt out if they both put pressure on, or you you don't really have a lot of motivation or desire to to get better. Um, so I think it is really important that you kind of laid out the roles of, um, of pressure and support in, in mm-hmm. parents and coaches. Yeah. One, th- one thing that, uh, that we kind of, that I kind of touched on was, you know, the dad, um, mm-hmm. of the two sons found a lot of his success in their performance. And so uh, for the audience, I think one thing that we just want to touch on is uh, what do we mean by success? What does it mean to be successful in our sport um, and in soccer um, and, what, and just the meaning of life in general? Um, and so I wanted to, to, to let you share a story um, at Xavier that you had um, yeah. that, that kind of puts, I think, success into a, a, a good picture. Yeah. Um, thanks. It's... It's a story actually very recent. Uh, it was from this past year. Um, and it was in the fall, 2019. And uh, what happened was we, uh, the first three games we had won, and then we had tied a game. So we were 3-0-1. And we, you know, we, we, we knew there was a lot of the season left to play. We knew there was a lot still um, going on and, and – um, it, it, we weren't at all on top yet, uh, but we wanted to be. And so um, this next game we played, you know, everyone's focused. Um, everyone was very, uh, you know, determined to win. And, and we had a really awesome attitude. And uh, But I'll say this, I think uh, slowly more and more as the season goes on, it's very easy to allow sex, success to be defined by um, wins 
rather than um, rather than uh, quality of soccer. And and I think for a team, absolutely, the the goal and the goal is to win, and success would then mean winning. But for individually, um, you know, you can't control everything. So what your goal is is to play the best soccer you possibly can. So success would be hitting that. Um, that might not always mean winning. And I think for those of you in the audience who have played soccer growing up, uh, you, you know how true that is. You can play the best game in your life and still not win as a team. Um, but the goal still remains. And so uh, I know for me at the time, it was very, it was very easy to kind of jump into the category of success for me personally, meaning winning. Um, and so something that happened that game was there was a free kick, our free kick, um, and my teammate crossed it in. And another one of my teammates, uh, you know, went up to head the ball and, and try and score. And a defender on the other team kind of reached out and kicked with his leg um, to clear the ball. And what happened was he, he hit the ball, but also in his follow-through uh, hit my teammate in the face with his, with his foot. And so I saw it happen. I was, I was in the box there with him. And I didn't think much of it. And um, as I turned around to kind of go back, um, uh, back to the, you know, my side of the field, uh, I noticed he was, my teammate was laying on the ground, kind of shaking. And what happened was he, the, te the other team had kicked him in the nose and it broke his nose, um, which, which caused him to start bleeding. And then uh it, it somehow triggered a seizure too. And, and actually to this day, they still don't understand what happened or why a seizure happened, but um, triggered a seizure. And uh, the issue was uh, during seizures, it's possible for the tongue to kind of choke the throat so you can't breathe. And his nose was broken too. So he, he was slowly getting more and more purple and blue. And so, um, you know, medics came and, 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 you know, if what felt like 30 minutes was truly five minutes at most. Um, and, and the doctors did an awesome job. But uh, in that moment, I was with my team. And in, in that moment, soccer was this this ball that we were all focused on and had our eyes set on. And all of a sudden, that ball got smaller and smaller. And life and, hmm. and you know, everything else in life got bigger and um, and it was I think it was a really healthy moment for our team. Um, to kind of ask some, some good, deeper life questions. Uh, and so um, that, that really taught us uh, a lot of value in, uh, in what you just said. Um, there's more to life than soccer. Uh, mm -hmm. And, and in, in such a quick moment, you can go from playing a, a game to someone possibly um, uh, dying. And it was a really raw moment for us. And um, thankfully, my teammate's fine. He's actually uh, he's he's playing soccer again, and he'll be coming back next season with us. So um, super exciting, super awesome recovery, and, and very thankful that he's safe. Um, uh, but in terms of success, it's it's really easy to get caught up in in the individual perform in individual winning, when really success individually should be defined as. Um, playing the best you can and as a team uh, then hopefully winning and that being the goal um, yeah so yeah I, I kind of also want to give you the opportunity to share as well on that question I'd love to hear from you
Yeah. Um, man, that's uh, just, uh, just thinking about that, you know, before I start talking about stuff, just thinking about that, I was, when that actually happened, I remember when that I heard mom and dad called me and told me that that happened and, um, it was scary for me and he wasn't even my teammate. <laughs> um, and it put soccer in perspective for me, even though he wasn't on my team. And it made me think, what if that happened to one of my teammates, you know? Um, and those are scary moments that honestly, we can, we have the great opportunity to grow in and, and, and gain it perspective on life, which I think is so cool. Yeah. Um, one, one thing that I want to touch on, um, and relate to success through soccer is platform. Um, because that's, that's a big part, I think, um, is there's a younger generation and that's the, the main generation I want to focus on is the younger generation that sees high school, college soccer and professional soccer players, um, as, uh, as very influential people in their life. Um, and I think I realized that a lot, um, going to play down in Charlotte for the Charlotte Eagles. I thought that was very evident. Um, and one, one verse that my first year down in Charlotte, I got to go down there and spend two years there, two summers playing there. My first summer, my coach challenged the team. It was a summer. It was a theme throughout the summer, but he would challenge us with this verse, um, from Colossians 1.10. And it says, So that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and please Him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God. And so it was, it was this, we condensed that to walk worthy, which was um, the saying throughout the summer, is to walk worthy. Um, and what does, that, what does that really mean? And um, that's, that's kind of what I wanted to, I wanted to combine that with platform, because mm-hmm. when we're on this platform in soccer, we have a lot of eyes on us, um, especially from the younger generation, like I was talking about. And we have a chance to influence and inspire. That's what I love. That's one of the things I love most about our sport is because there, I mean, there's a responsibility, you know, there's, um, a part that causes you to a lot of discipline and a lot of responsibility because your actions go further than affecting yourself for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was challenged to in, in practices in games in going um, to dinner with friends and interacting with younger um, kids and players is to walk worthy um, and to be an example of um, someone who, who loves the Lord um, and represents that well in soccer. Um, Mm. And so that that, that's a challenge sometimes because um, when things don't go your way, um, you often want to act a certain way. Um, Mm. And so it's, it's something that, um, that challenges you and allows you to grow. Um, and that realization, just that, that your, your platform, um, affects or what you do, um, and the platform that you have affects more than just yourself. Um, and so, uh, walking worthy, um, is a great way, um, to inspire the younger generation. And so I want to relate success to that. And, and so for me, one of the great ways that I find success is when I can, um, it doesn't even necessarily have to be a young soccer player. Um, it could be just, um, someone younger than me who I can inspire and, and help grow and help realize, um, what's important in life. Um, what's the true meaning of life, um, and how to use their sport 
for a greater purpose, like we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and that's, that's just one way that, um, that I relate success to soccer is when I can do something like that. That's really cool. I, I like that. We, we all have a platform and I think the mm-hmm. great lie of, um, of the team is that only the star on the team has a platform, only the best player has a platform. Uh, and, and man, you and I both know, and, and those out there that play soccer, it's, it's not just the star. Um, these kids look up to you because you play soccer at such a high level. Mm-hmm. And, um, that in itself is really cool. Um, and, and another verse actually, I wanted to point out too, um, that came to mind, uh, when talking about all this is Matthew sixteen twenty six. Um, and so what it says is it's Jesus talking and he says, and what do you benefit if you gain the whole world, but lose your own soul? Uh, and, and so connecting that with platform, uh, we have we have attained a certain level of success because of where we are. And I know a lot of people and what our culture often tells us is to um, use it for yourself and to get as much for yourself as possible mm-hmm. and, um, you know, uh, climb the ladder as high as possible and, and kind of all for yourself. Um, and, and it's interesting because we, there are players out there who have gained, you know, professional status in our incredible soccer players. Um, but the way they live their lives, um, the way they use that platform, uh, is, is a waste and, and Jesus is calling people like that out. And so I know for both you and I, Jake, um, we, we want to live our lives and use our platforms, um, not to put ourselves up but to put God up um, yeah. so that others can see yeah. God and, and, and we don't want to lose our soul. And, and, and that's the great joy of, of this faith. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I just thought that was a uh, good and, and worth sharing as well. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for relating that to it. It used to make me think of, I don't know the exact verse. I wish I could think of it, but it was John talking where he just talks about, he must become more and I must become less. And mm. I think both, both of us can say like, that is like the true desire of our heart. And like, that is, um, one way that we find purpose. Um, and it's, it's something that brings a lot of joy. It's something that, um, that we, we, um, that gets us up every day. And, and one, another way that we get it to get to enjoy soccer more, I think, um, knowing that soccer isn't everything, you know, totally. So yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a great, um, great uh verse that you that you pointed out um i definitely appreciate that i think one of the questions that we wanted to another one of the questions we wanted to answer um going into and this really touches on the word purpose that you talked about earlier mm-hmm. um is how do we relate a team's purpose to his purpose um and you t- you touched on that a little bit earlier i don't know if you want to just quickly touch on that again talking about goals of a team because that's super important. Um, I think we can both agree um, what goals do for a team. So if you want to just quickly touch on that, that'd be, that'd be great. Yeah, for sure. Uh, And and this is a really interesting question for those who are Christians as well, um, because we, we know what God's purpose is, uh, but we don't always know how to connect it to the team um, and and to the team's purpose. Uh, And it, it goes along with success. But earlier I mentioned a team, a team success is defined by wins uh, and, and quality of soccer. And so uh, the reason that is so important is because if, if, if the goal of a team isn't to win the game, 
And if the goal isn't to win a championship, uh, then then all of a sudden you lose a lot of uh, determination and discipline and commitment from some teammates. Uh, the the game is played to win. It's not played to just play. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's so important uh, as a team. Yes, the team success is defined a lot of times by how many games you win. Um, and and I think uh, without that, you lose you lose so much of what I just said. Um, and the difficult part is relating it to um, God's purpose. And and I know something that you'll touch on in this next uh, in answering this question is the fact that a team, both in a team and in God's um, plan for uh, everyone, is uh, to be a part of something bigger than yourself. Uh, yeah. And so if, if you kind of want to take over and, and talk about that a little bit, that'd be great. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think if you spend any amount of time in sports, uh, you'll quickly realize that um, you're a part of something bigger than yourself. And hmm. I would even argue that um, sports like tennis or golf, where it is, it's one player, I would still argue that you're a part of something bigger than yourself because you have a coach. Hmm. Um, and so you're a team in a way. Right. So I quickly realized that. Um, and I realized that I get to work for something, um, bigger than myself. And that's, that's a great motivation in itself. Um, a lot of people talk about, you know, playing for the badge on their chest, you know, Mm -hmm. playing for a community, playing for a nation, if it's a world cup, you know? Um, and in the same way we get to have this part, have our part in this world, um, where we get to be part of God's plan. Um, and, uh, I just want to relate that back to, um, purpose because, um, that in itself gives a lot of purpose to our life. Um, and the gift that we have, um, we get to use for something bigger than ourselves, which is cool. Hmm. Um, and so in a way you have soccer that you're a part of something bigger than yourself and you have, um, God's plan that's where you're part of something bigger than yourself and you get to use soccer and put that in the midst of his plan um, and use that mm. to further his kingdom to love others uh, to show grace to others to encourage one another to, to motivate one another to acts of love and good works mm. um, and it's just it's honestly it's a very like it's a very beautiful picture I think um, is just being a very small piece of a puzzle um, yeah, so that's, I mean, that's, that's something that has encouraged me in soccer is for sure is, you know, being a part of something bigger than myself, um, and also encouraged me in my faith. Yeah. And I think, uh, kind of a, a theme of, of what you just said is humility. Uh, when mm-hmm. you aren't all that you're working for, uh, it, it teaches you a little bit of humility when, when the win yeah, for sure. can't be only only pointed to because you played well, uh, you have to say, Hey, you know, there are other people and and maybe it was because other people that the team won and not because of you. And, uh, humility is, is often mistaken in our culture. I think humility Mm -hmm. sometimes means soft or, um, weak. Uh, but I think I would argue that humility is the strongest thing you can be, um, because it takes, uh, putting yourself and your pride aside and that is not easy to do yeah 
and and I know uh, and I know for us and and playing on teams so many years, we know the kind of teammates we want to play alongside, and we know the kind of teammates we don't want to play alongside. <laughs> uh, and I think everyone kind of has, you know, uh, categories for for people they want to be teammates with. And and one for me is definitely uh, a sense of humility. And and what I mean by that, and and I don't want it to be mistaken for anything, but humility meaning they're willing to uh, pass the ball so that someone else gets a better chance at scoring than they do. So yeah. they're okay with someone else getting the glory. Um, they're also willing to take responsibility. They're willing mm. to say, hey, I was at fault. I think when you combine those things into a teammate and and then can make up a team of, of, of people and players like that, you get a team that is focused on one thing together and uh, all striving to be uh, the best players they can be. Um, I think pride is what takes away from that. And that's the hardest yeah. part. Docker. Yeah. What's um, I want to ask you, what's if you can think of uh, a certain moment, what's one moment in your soccer career that you've really been challenged with that? Mm. So of, of, you know, not letting your pride creep in and choosing uh, humility uh, for the greater good. Yeah. The, the answer to this one's actually pretty, uh, pretty easy for me because it was a really long struggle uh for my freshman year of college uh i had i had committed to go to xavier and um you know i was excited i was ready to play the summer before my team had had gone into the da playoffs uh we we um we just were really uh we we succeeded a lot as a team uh, we won a lot of games and and we enjoyed it and i was uh, kind of coming off that high of of um, being that a player on that team and uh, going to college, I, I redshirted my freshman year, like I said, and and that means that I, I didn't play at all uh, in any of the, the fall games. And it was really hard. Um, it, it challenged my pride big time because I, I wanted to be the guy I wanted to be on the field. I wanted to be uh, what the team needed to win. Uh, and, and I couldn't be. It, it was out of my control. Mm. Uh, I, I could work hard. Uh, I could play the best soccer. But the the fact of the matter remained, I redshirted that year. Uh, and so um, it, it was funny because that year is actually when I read a book that you recommended to me, Jake, called Humility. Oh, uh, yeah. And and it was, it was a really well-written book by Andrew Murray uh, just talking about what humility is and what humility isn't. Um, and it was very helpful. And what I saw was uh, uh, the the pride that crept in during that season of of being a redshirt um, uh, took away from some opportunities for me to grow in and become a better soccer player. Uh, I was so often caught up on the idea that I should be playing rather than uh, focused on, hey, how can I how can I get better? I'm I'm not playing in the games, so I have. I'm not tired after Friday night games. Can I do stuff Saturday um, with other guys who are redshirting or not playing? Um, and so the pride, pride in my heart took away from that. And, and again, what we determined as success uh, for the individual player was playing the best soccer you can. Mm-hmm. And, and so the pride took away from my personal success. And, and that's why um, I, I am making this argument that humility really is the, um, the the best play being humble is the best version of a soccer player you can be 
because it doesn't take away from these opportunities. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it helps you in your success. Um, so yeah, it, w- would you also like to share a time when, when that was adamant? There's- yeah, I can't think of a specific time, but there's situations that, and I think if you ask most of the soccer players, they'll relate it back to a time where they didn't get to play and like someone went, got to play over them. Um, the coach chose someone over them because that's like in our sport and probably a lot of other team sports like that, that's a really hard thing. Um, and so I would just relate it back to that general topic of, you know, the coach chose someone else. Um, and there's probably a reason that he chose someone else. Um, and in that, you like, I want to encourage everyone to have the mindset of one, trying to gain perspective of why did he choose that other person? And also see it as an opportunity. See it as an opportunity to improve as a player, to grow in character, um, and to be the best teammate that you can be. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, again, that ties back to humility and everything. And so that's, there were times that I've done that. And there are times that I haven't done that. And I've learned that when I do have that mindset, um, there's a great opportunity for growth in that. Yeah, my, my coach always says, uh, if, if you think you should be playing and you're not, prove me wrong. Yeah. Uh, which is awesome. I, I love that about my coach because it, it shows he's open to being, being convinced that he's wrong. Uh, and, and there it is, that humility again. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's really good to have as a coach. But also, like you said, if we have that ourselves, there's nothing that can hurt us. We'll just con- continue to grow. Exactly. Um, for sure. But guys, the main the main thing that we're just trying to touch on here and, and get out of this um, because of life experience that both Taylor and I have had um, is being a part of something bigger than yourself and mm-hmm. using the – specifically in this is using the gift of soccer – but that doesn't mean for everyone. Everyone has a gift um, that they get to use for a greater purpose, which is God's purpose, and to further his kingdom. Um, and it's, it's this really exciting thing and this thing that, um, that is hard at times. It's really hard and challenging, but it's what we were made for, I believe. And I believe it's what is, uh, what's the truth um, and, um, and something that I've just found that in, throughout my soccer career. And that's... And I'm blessed to have, have learned that during my soccer career. Um, and that started, like we said, at a very young age um, with parents who encouraged us and, and helped us to realize the real meaning um, behind what we do. Um, and so we just want to encourage everyone listening to this podcast um, that you, you have something to give. Um, you are unique. Um, there's no one on this earth who is quite like you. Um, and so um, we encourage you to use your gifts um, uh, to, to be, to be, um, an act of, um, an act of love to others. Um, a person who uh, walks worthy, um, of the calling that God has given you. Um, and to just be an example to a, a, a younger generation. Uh, Taylor, do, is there anything you wanted to just touch on and kind of sum up as we, uh, close out here? Yeah, I, I think it's uh, the last thing I, I had on my mind was just the how funny it is that we're recording this because of a relationship that we got through soccer. Oh, uh, yeah, that's good. And and a recent one, too. This isn't a, a lifelong friend. Uh, we met him this summer. And so, uh, first of all, I just want to say thank you to Alvaro for um, allowing Jake and I to um, 
just share about our experiences with soccer and, and how we view all these questions. Um, but yeah, like Jake said, everyone has a gift to give and there's situations and people you'll come across and, and meet uh, because of that gift. Uh, and there's a way you can handle it and you can um, treat it in order that it uh, serves a bigger purpose, uh, bigger than ourselves. Uh, and I think that is a, that is a true, um, a true blessing in life that we get to be part of something that doesn't just stay here it, in our hearts. It, it, it goes beyond into other people's lives and affects other people's um, decisions. And that's the beauty of it. Yeah. I love it. Soccer is an amazing sport and we've both um, been taught a lot through it. Um, and so uh, with that being said, uh, we just want to say thanks uh, for everyone who's listening. Um, just uh, yeah. We, we encourage also everyone during this time of, uh, of isolation, maybe, um, to surround yourself with people um, who you can be encouraged by and grow in. Um, yeah. Taylor, you want to end us here? Yeah. This was Sports Realized, and thank you for joining us. Yeah.